What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Uncomfortable Conversation, where we talk politics, race, religion, and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable. My name's Austin, also known as The White Guy, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Tobias. Hi, I'm the black guy. There you go. I was about to ask you, and who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. How you doing, Austin? I'm drinking. Mm. (laughs) So am I. No, I already told you I had to take our 80-pound dog to the emergency vet the other night. So that's $450. I'll never get back. No, never. Is she doing better, though? She's doing great. She hadn't pooped in a minute. Okay. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. For her, it's a great, it's a great thing. Okay. Because I had to take her. She had... Fuck it. It's the uncomfortable conversation. She had diarrhea for four days. <laughs> Let's get uncomfortable. Let's get uncomfortable, everybody. Uh, but yeah, the the vet asked me, well, is... She said... The vet was like, is there anything she could have gotten a hold of that maybe she wasn't supposed to? I said, that's all that dog ever does is get a hold of shit she's not supposed to. She's a dog. Come on, man. I said, that dog has, I've seen that dog eat towels. Oh. Children's books. Um, You know, anything. <laughs> you need to tighten up your stand, dude. Your mic just dropped. Wow, that just came out of nowhere. Like, let's get this thing together. All right. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> that's him locking in. Uh, Yeah, and then some other things I'm not going to say on the air. But she's eating a lot. Mm. Uh, but I told the vet I was like she always passes it but this time and I was like she said well she said whatever it was she's sure she passed it Mm. because usually if they're plugged up with something they won't just have diarrhea (laughs) but they'll also be vomiting and they won't want to eat or drink Mm -hmm. and Harley was eating and drinking fine she wasn't throwing up she was just like every hour or two she just had diarrhea like we'd get up in the morning and there'd be shit all over her kennel that's nasty it was nasty did you enjoy yourself? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> Don't sound like a fun time. Uh, but I remember when the vet told me, because I've, I've taken our other dog to that emergency vet before. Mm-hmm. And uh, twice before. Because <clears throat> for whatever reason, twice, around the same time, back-to-back years, Honey, my other dog, would be sitting there walking around, playing, doing whatever, and then she would throw up and collapse. Really? And wouldn't move. She was alive. She was looking around, but she just wouldn't move. One time she did it when my brother and his wife were here, and my brother's wife used to want to be a veterinarian. My brother's wife used to want to be a veterinarian back when she was younger, and she's worked in a vet's office before and everything, so she was like, well, let's take her temperature. So she stuck a thermometer up my dog's ass, (laughs) and my dog didn't flinch. (laughs) She didn't even read the the temperature. She was like, well, that's not a good sign. (laughs) Like, she didn't even move when I tried to do that, so... But anyway, both times I've taken our other dog to the emergency vet, it cost me a thousand dollars. Jesus, both times. Uh, which hers was worse. She wasn't fucking. She wasn't even moving. Right. Like I had to carry her there. So when the vet told me, she was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this, this, and this, and send you home with this, this, and this, whatever." She's like, "And it's looking like your bill's gonna be around four hundred fifty dollars." I was like, "That sounds fantastic." <laughs> yes, ma'am. Write it up. I will pay it. <laughs> she just kind of like. Why are you so excited about four hundred fifty dollars? Because the not. last two times I came here, it cost me a thousand. So <laughs> I am totally okay with four hundred fifty dollars. Jesus, that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to? Me, um, fighting against allergies. I'm kind of stuffed up still, but yeah, that's been my uphill yeah. battle for the last couple weeks. Yeah, I went and got me some uh, off-brand Claritin. Oh, the blue bottle? No, just I mean it's it's Walmart's brand. It, but, it, but it's but a blue it'll, bottle. It'll of... say on there, like, comparable to Claritin. Oh, okay, Because gotcha, it's gotcha. the same shit. Right. It's the exact same right. thing. 
So I got that, and I take one of those every morning. And I've been a lot better since I started taking one. Right. Like, folks, please don't spend money just because of the like the name. Like, you can get away with yeah, I'll, the lower uh, end. It still helps. There's a there's a great video. Maybe if I remember to, I'll put a link in the description of this episode that y'all can go watch. We're not sponsored by these people. They, nope. they don't even know we exist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a whole video on how you should be buying the off-brand shit. Right. Um, nine times out of... We'll, we'll put it this way. Eight times out of ten... No, nine times out of ten, it's less expensive than mm-hmm. the name brand shit. Damn right. Reason being, great value does not pay for advertising right. or anything like that, so that's not baked into the price. But of those nine times, eight of those nine times, it's probably better quality shit anyway. Could be because like you can you can find videos of like a product being made in like a like on an assembly line or mm-hmm. whatever, like in a in a factory. Mm-hmm. And all this shit, like these bottles full of shit are going down a conveyor belt mm-hmm. and it splits. And when it goes down this, this branch of the conveyor belt, one label's getting put on it. When it goes down this branch, another label's label, getting yeah. put on it. It's the exact same shit. They're just putting different labels on it. Do it usually, folks. usually. Save save your money. But anyway, yeah, that's what I gotta save money, man. We're trying to get a house soon. Can I move in? You can move on to the couch. Because the goal is to get four bedrooms. I don't want the couch. Goal is to get four bedrooms. One for me and Kendra. Mm-hmm. One for my son, James. Mm-hmm. One for the next baby. Right. And Soon. One for this. Right. One to be like a recording space. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not giving up my recording space so that you can <laughs> stay there. All right. So and look. Kendra's not going to give up that other baby bedroom. <laughs> I promise you that. Okay. I'm losing. Because... Yeah, I already know how she is. But if it's a big enough room, we could have all the recording stuff and we could put like a little twin size bed in the corner. <laughs> you stay there. Bro, we can do an episode every day. I'm down. Kendra won't be, but I'm down. Yeah, she would hate me for it. She would absolutely hate you. But she'll love me anyway because I'm family. You are family. I love it here. You Have you seen the new... This is completely off topic. And I'm sure people are like, what the fuck are they not talking about the news yet? What's going on? Welcome to the Uncomfortable Conversation where we talk about what the fuck we want to talk exactly. about. Exactly. Um, we'll get there. Don't worry, kids. So have you seen the new commercials and stuff on YouTube for Mint Mobile? No. So you know how you... Have you ever seen any of them with like Ryan Reynolds? Yes. He's like, we're trying to find ways to cut costs. And so like his kid is fucking recording it. So like, sweetie, up here. Um there's this new one he's got out with his sister-in-law, Blake Lively's sister. Okay. And he's talking about their new family plan. And he was like, yeah, so now even family, and he does it in air quotes. <laughs> he's like, even family can join. She was like, why did you just use air quotes? Are we not Are we not family? He goes, oh, no, we are. We're, that's for the commercial. That's for them. That's why I'm using <laughs> Because what it is is it's a family plan that anybody can join. You gotcha. and two friends can be a family, get a family plan, basically, right. as long as you all pitch in. And so she gets all pissed off and pulls out her phone. He was like, are you texting Blake? She was like, no. <laughs> does the air With quotes. The he was like, he was like, he was like, you use air quotes when you do that. <laughs> but no, that's what you, you go, go to Mint Mobile. You get a family plan with your, with your friends. You don't have to that's not do, a it, bad deal at do all. it with actual family. Yeah. Mint Mobile by itself is not, did, did I just piss off Siri? I, heard, I, I don't know. I heard something go off over there. Uh, Mint Mobile. Shut up. You know, if they had any signal out here in the country where we're at, they probably wouldn't be that bad anyway. Because isn't it like unlimited data for fifteen a month or mm-hmm, some shit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, 
We haven't even talked about what we're drinking yet. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What are we drinking? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. What is happening over there? Siri is taking over the world. Siri, what are you drinking? Whoa, don't <laughs> ask her that. All right. Um, we're both I'll, drinking the same thing. Yeah. Michelob Ultra. Yeah, I'm drinking Michelob and... When Tobias got here, he was like, can I have one? So I was like, sure. So yeah, because I was getting fussed at when I walked up. So he was. My I, wife was mad. <laughs> he was to... like five minutes late. And she was like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> I need to drink. Yeah, she was like, mm. where you been, Tobias? And he was like, Austin, can I have a beer? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the first thing I said. <laughs> that was literally the first thing I was now. Um, I guess I can do just a, just a tad. Just a little bit of housekeeping real quick. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this to you just a second ago. I'll go ahead and put it out there for everybody that, you know, all 10 people that listen to this episode. I am, I might, I haven't decided yet, but I might bring back the website mm-hmm. on comfortpod.com. It won't be the same because I'm switching registrars and everything like that. So right. like we own on comfortpod.com and we owned it with GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. I am moving it. I, I have... I had two websites that I owned through GoDaddy, and then I had two that I owned through another registrar. I'm getting, I'm in the process of getting both of those Moved transferred over. over to the other one. Gotcha. So after that's done, maybe, maybe not, I might start uncomfortpod.com up again. Because I know, didn't you say you had some people that were mm-hmm. asking about Bro, shirts and all that kind of stuff? Like, they would ask me like <clears throat> weekly, hey, is it up yet? Is it up yet? And I'm like, it's on the way. And then my, I had a homeboy like call me out the blue and say, "Hey, what's the name of the website? I want one of them hoodies." Because I guess <laughs> one of the he high saw, dollar hoodies. No, or your the, hoodie. Uh, he saw one of my hoodies and I said, "Well, we redid it." He's like, "Well, I still want one." So yeah, I guess. you designed a hoodie that was like eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. You, and, you you went too overboard with that. Now, I will say, if I do decide to, if I do bring it back, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure I got rid of all those old designs. We don't have any of those old designs yet either anymore. So any of you that did happen to get any of the old designs, congratulations. Those are vintage now. <laughs> I, we will not be making those again. Um, but starting fresh. we're going to be starting fresh, and I think I'm going to call it um, probably Series Zero. I think we're going we're gonna to mm. come up. Me and you will get together. We'll come up with three products, three designs, okay. and that's it. And when the website goes live those three products will only be available for a certain period of time. Gotcha. That's going to be like series zero. Gotcha. Um, or maybe if we do the Iron Man route, we'll call it Mark Zero. Let's do that. And then the next the next round will be like Mark One and Mark Two. And Mark mm-hmm. and stuff. So Mark Zero, those will be only available for a sh- short period of time. After that, everything we come up with, like our Mark One and our Mark Two and everything, those will be available forever. We should get like a small, be. like... Insignia that says like M1 or M0 on like somewhere on the shirt so we can kind of like. I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. What's that? Okay. Just for our listeners. <laughs> so not only are we going to have Series Zero or Mark Zero, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. that's not going to be available for a very long time. But once I get the new website up and running, it will be password protected. Oh. For a, for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And I am going to say the password on a future episode once the website is done and it's mm-hmm. built so that only those that listen to us for a, for a period of time can log in and actually buy something. Mm. And 
Hopefully, we probably it, that'll be series zero. Right. Just for our listeners that that listen, get the get the password login. Only they will have access to that first round of merchandise. After that, we'll take we'll make the website live for everybody. We'll take series zero down, and it'll just be the normal merchandise. Yeah, but to get the gear as fast. I don't have you some can, of that bro. exclusive shit, right. man. More exclusive than me, because chances are I'm not going to order any for myself. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get something. I got a, one of the vintage TUC hats. I'll just wear that. That'll be my, <laughs> Why not? But I want to get together, not just me and you, but I want to, and I doubt any of them listen, but they might. But if we know anybody or if anybody is listening that can design shit, I want to like collaborate with some people. Hey. And try to throw some designs together. Send send us some uh send us some designs, guys. No, Come don't on, send man. me don't send me no fucking. No, design. send me one. I'll don't give send, you no, my shit. Because don't just do it like hey, use this. Like if you want to design something, that's fine. But right. we need to do it in a way that <laughs> I know it's you because shit. I don't want this shit for free. <laughs> unless you want to give it to me for free, I'll take it. But like if someone wants to pitch in and design some stuff, you know. We can pay them for it, or they can get a portion of the profits, or what. I don't care. We're just trying to get people involved. I, that's all we're trying to do, right? Community. <laughs> the big fucking uncomfortable. What community. did he say? Family. <laughs> family. We're all family. That's right. But anyway, that's the only real housekeeping I have. Oh, and uh, did you see the last thing I put on Twitter? I was trying to start a fight, and it didn't work. No. <laughs> so. On Star Wars Day, May the 4th, mm-hmm. um, Statista put out an infographic on like adjusted gross box office revenue for all the Star Wars movies. <laughs> and Rise of Skywalker came second to last. And A New Hope, which I've always said is the best Star Wars movie, the mm-hmm. very first one, was very, very top. That's ridiculous. Probably because of its 18 fucking re-releases, re-releases but still... So I put that on Twitter, and I was like, "Happy Star Wars Day! New Hope is the best, and Rise of Skywalker is the worst. <laughs> Fight me!" Because I could, I hated Rise of Skywalker. I don't think I've seen it. I absolutely hated it. Jesus! It was just, it was two and a half hours of fan servicey bullshit. That's all it was. And the fact that it's newer and it's still what two billion below. Well, it's it's adjusted for inflation, and there's only been two years, two or three years of inflation since. Since Rise of Skywalker came out, and there's been forty-five years since that first one came out. That's ridiculous. Something bro. like that. Anyway, thanks for sticking with us through all that bullshit, everybody. Yep. If you're still with us, congratulations. You're a trooper, <laughs> and it is time to get uncomfortable. Let's go. All right. So, um, I did things a little bit different this time, mm-hmm. as you guys use know. I will. Put our three main stories with links to the articles on uh, Google Sheets so that Tobias can see them. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that this time. Nope. I didn't even put the headline of the article. I just put kind of what it was, like what we were going to talk about in general, mm-hmm. so that Tobias could look it up his damn self, so that me and him aren't both just reading from the same article and shit. Like he might have some insight for us now that he's actually done a little research. Yep. He might. So, a little bit. So, story number one we're going to talk about today is the Supreme Court, this leaked draft, I'm assuming it was leaked by some disgruntled employee. Right. That's usually how leaks happen. But 
Um, now, before you started looking at my little my little news sheet here, did you know anything about it? No. You hadn't heard about it or nothing? So this happened a little while back. Let me see. Let me open this bitch up. So um, a little while back, it was earlier this week. Maybe it was last week. I don't know. Now that we do this every two weeks, it's hard to keep up with, right. with exactly what it is. But anyway, apparently... The Supreme Court justices behind closed doors are throwing together like a draft of potentially reversing Roe v. Wade. Right. Potentially like just outlawing abortions, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which was 49 years ago when Roe v. Wade passed. So that's kind of been the law of the land for 49 years. Now, to... To say that they're outlawing abortions is is incorrect. I shouldn't have said that. What Roe v. Wade does is it basically puts like this federal blanket down. Mm-hmm. So the issue of abortion is handled by the federal government across the country to a certain point. There's still some power that the individual states have over it, but for the most part, it's controlled by the federal government. What this opinion, this leaked opinion basically means is that blanket would go away and every state would handle it on their own. Right. Like in its entirety. Um, <clears throat> but looking at a, I have a CNN article up here. It says the Supreme Court appears to be on the cusp of ending its motherfucker. What is that, an ad? Yeah, a big old ad popped up. <laughs> Let's try this again. The Supreme Court appears to be on the cusp of ending its 49-year-old legal precedent that protects abortion rights nationwide if the majority signs on to a draft opinion obtained and published by Politico on Monday. And again, I don't know if that was this past Monday or Monday before this past Monday. I spent two weeks putting a bunch of fucking news together. It's hard to... (laughs) This was... I think the article says May 3rd, so maybe it was just last Monday. The revelation of the draft opinion does not have an immediate effect on abortion access. If the apparent majority willing to overturn Roe v. Wade stays firm... The precedent would not be overturned until the formal release of the court's ruling, which is likely to come in June. So as we know, the majority of the court is uh, right-leaning, mm-hmm. conservative judges. What do you think is going to happen? From the sources I was looking at, um, I think like the leak was meant to like pressure them into making uh, a decision. As far as like, uh, so like, instead of going toward the majority, they either go away from the majority because of the leak and people are like, well, this is what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, personal feelings aside, right? the majority of the country, as far as the population, the, the most people want to keep Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. in place. Right. So you're saying that you think it was leaked... So, so that some of these conservative judges would flip. Right. Got you. Right. Uh, not sure if it's true or not, but I feel like um, with the changes they're trying to make on abortion, I feel like this leak was meant to stop it from going too far. Now, what will happen now is I feel like um, I feel like they're going to second guess everything they do from now on. You know, like... Maybe they already had the decision made and they were going to go for this. But now, since it's been leaked and everyone's like, you know, 
chastising them, I feel like they're going to double think and triple think and just, you know, go back and forth without actually going somewhere until, you know. Now, do you do you think that abortion should be a federal thing? You think it should be handled by the states? I think I think it should be uh I think this is what happens when you this is what happens when you ask a guy about abortion. He's like, right. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it should be handled by the state uh, because I I feel like the strict the strict constitution as far as it being handled federally, I feel like it's different in different parts. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the cult, some culture is different in different states. Yeah, I mean, look. Can you see this map I have up on my screen? Yep. So. This is a map of the United States. Um, the yellow states, well, let's put this, let's look at the blue states. The blue states are states not expected to ban abortion and are also home to the nearest provider for patients from states where abortion should be would be banned. So the blue states are where it's like, I guess nothing would really change. Mm-hmm. Um, the yellow states are states that the gut gut matcher gut matcher I don't know some institute uh, classifies as certain to ban abortion if Roe v Wade is overturned mm. so those yellow states and that's a that is a very large chunk huge that is a huge chunk of the country that's more than double um, of the blue states right those states are well so these yellow these dark yellow states are states that are classified as certain to ban abortion. These light yellow states mm-hmm. are classified as likely to ban abortion if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And then these blue states and these gray states are not expected to ban abortion. That gives each state and that their is, own liberty, you know, to yeah, make their own decisions. And it looks like, I mean, looking at this map, it looks like 80% of the country is about to ban abortion Mm -hmm. but if you actually start looking and you realize that a lot of these states are a lot bigger than where they are and everything states that are expected to ban abortion is 26 out of the 50 so it's barely a majority Mm. um (sighs) you have all these little bitty states up here at the top corner yeah i'm trying to because i don't want to go too far into talking about abortion itself you know but well to be fair, it's not really our place to talk a lot exactly. about it, about abortion in and of itself. But I feel like with the state having its right, you know, instead of the government telling every state, saying, hey, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to ban abortion. So everyone has to listen. But some people are, some people in power are not, a, you know, not with that or not on the same page. So I feel like when they have that liberty to make that decision for their state, for their county or whatever i feel like it's i feel like it's the freedom that they deserve i think this is a prime example very much like the coronavirus of something that has become politicized that should never Mm. have anything to do with politics right because with the coronavirus there was like places like in uh new york and dc that like you needed like you, if you didn't have your vaccination card, you can't go into the store. Mm-hmm. But then, in, in like Louisiana, which is fine, whatever. Like if a business wants to do that, that's fine. Right. 
Well, in but, Louisiana, like it's people walking in stores but not masks, and it's like no one's thinking about it. You know, not anymore. Right. So, I mean, I still see people <clears throat> every now and then that are wearing a mask. I don't wear a mask anymore. Oh yeah, it's, it's less likely now that people um, are wearing masks, but I still see them. You and know? even even then, <clears throat> not only it's you know me and my family vaccinated with the exception of James because he's only two, right? But these newer strains or whatever are getting weaker and weaker. They're getting mm-hmm. more transmissible, but they are getting less and less severe. So it's kind of it's kind of turned into the flu, basically. Like it's something that'll never go away. It's going to be back every year. Just like you go get your flu shot every year, you're going to have to go get your, your Rona shot every year. <laughs> Which, whatever. I figured that's where it would end up. Towards the beginning of the pandemic, I was I was the one gung-ho, like, wear your mask, do the right thing, go get vaccinated. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Do it. <laughs> I, I guess it just depends on the situation and how, like, because the way we, I, I've seen it, we deal with it pretty pretty well now. You know, it's not, it's not a, uh, mm-hmm. like you said, it's, it's a little weaker than it was before, you know. And if yep. it's said it declining like this as far as the severity of it, I think we're, you know, heading Yeah, I don't direction. think as far as the numbers on people that are actually catching it, I don't think that's really a declining very much, mm-hmm. if any. But the severity of it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to abortion and the states that want to ban it. <laughs> We just talking talk about a virus. Anyway, back to abortion. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think every state has their right to decide. Um, I hate this is just my little take on abortion. I hate the fact of um a state trying to ban it entirely where you have no say so on what you want to do with your body. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, how I many people can travel? I mean, looking at this map, somebody in Nevada, or no, I'm think I'm looking at it backwards. So somebody like in Utah mm-hmm. wants to get an abortion, but it's abortion has been banned in Utah. They can either go west to Nevada or east to Colorado. That is Colorado, right? Yeah. I will go to California. So you're gonna drive through an entire state that will let you get an abortion, so that you can go to California and get an abortion. Well, I'm stuck by Vegas, but you know. <laughs> Pregnant Tobias. Partying in Vegas. Yeah, I'm on my way to California to get an abortion, but I just wanted to stop and gamble a little bit. Just a little bit. But yeah. That's God, all this conversation got weird. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, you have anything else on it? Um, It's just, like I said just a second ago, it's one of them things that I don't think should have ever been made political, but... Yeah. What do you feel about the leak, though? The leak itself, as far oh, as... Oh, like going. I said, I'm sure it's... There's somebody that works in the Supreme Court, an intern or some shit, mm-hmm. that is, you know, left-leaning and is pro-choice mm-hmm. and somehow heard about or got their hands on this draft opinion that... Um, who did it say? Let's see. This was written... This draft was written... Up by uh, Justice Samuel Alito. Uh-huh. That's who wrote the opinion. So, like, one justice will write up an opinion on something, send it to the other justices. It may get tweaked here and there or whatever. Uh-huh. Then 
the whole Supreme Court will get together and vote on it, basically. But I'm sure there's some intern or some shit that heard about it or got their hand on this draft that this dude was like, writing. Oh, I got you and, now. And leaked it to Politico. <laughs> um, just out of spite. You think the leak, the leak was right or wrong? <sighs> mm. I'm going to say right. Okay. Just because... I feel like, and not just in, not, not just with the Supreme Court, but with any like congressman wanting to write up some legislation or justices drafting an opinion, you know, stuff coming down the pipeline that's going to be voted on. It's going to affect the country as a whole. You're right. The people should know what the fuck they're talking about. The people should know what what it is they're now. Should there be protests and shit because of it? No. no. Stop no. it. <laughs> Don't go crazy. Yeah, go crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, if the Supreme Court is playing around with the idea of overturning or getting rid of, you know, something that's been in place for the last almost 50 years, mm-hmm. I mean, we should know about it. We should know that they're at least talking about it. It's all right. Because there are some people, whether you are pro-life, pro-choice, whatever, there's some people out there that are going to need to... Start coming up with a plan. I mean, if it does get overturned and your state bans it, you're going to want to know where you can go mm-hmm. if you choose to to get an abortion. But, yeah, that's how I feel about it. I'm good. How do you guys feel about it? Mm, let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get down in the comments. And, and get in the comments because I am probably going to put some of this on YouTube. Gotcha. Um, get in the comments. And type the word family. <laughs> oh, in quotations. In quotes, family. yes. Family. family. Yes. I like that. That's what I'm going to start doing now. Instead of just saying, let me know what you think, I'm going to be like, this is what you go type right now. Go type the word family <laughs> in quotes. But anyway, um, numero dos. Number two? The second, the second story we're going to talk about today uh-huh. is so... Our 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 good friend DeSantis. Oh man, um, I've never heard of him. Yeah, ne- never never short on news stories because of this guy. <laughs> um, he has signed a bill creating a Florida election police force. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday. This is my article is CNN by the way. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed a sweeping voting overhaul bill that establishes a new election police force, giving his administration a new way to probe election crimes. My very first thought when I saw this headline was, what's your current police force doing? (laughs) Like, if there is, like, election fraud, that is a crime, and the police force should do something about it, but are they just not? (laughs) Like, why do you need a new police force for this specific crime? When I thought when I saw this, first thing that popped in my head was Trump. Because, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Because that. um when the election when Trump said uh the election was uh fraudulent and they did all this, you know, DeSantis was a big supporter of Trump. And anymore, they don't like each other anymore. Well, back then. But back yeah, then. back then, yeah. And so, you know, I, I feel like DeSantis was like, Well, 
when it's my turn to run for president, I need to get things, you know. Well, that's what he's doing. He's so he's up for he's up for reelection for governor of Florida mm-hmm. this year. And you know he's eyeing a 2024 presidential run. Right, right. And so he is trying to do as much conservative right-wing shit as he can mm-hmm. leading up until then so that he basically he's, he's bolstering his 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 conservative resume mm-hmm. is what he's doing um i don't have a problem with trying to crack down on election fraud like i said it is a crime I don't think there was very much, if any, election fraud in the last election. Okay. All of the evidence points to it was one of, if not the most secure elections in our country's history. There's no evidence to to suggest that there was widespread voting fraud and that Trump really won the election and mm-hmm. whatever. There's really no evidence of any of that. Um, on a side note, I saw... Oh. Was it tw- on Twitter? I can't remember. I should have saved it. I didn't think at the time. I was so fucking flabbergasted by it. But it was Twitter. There was some woman who tweeted out something. There was There was a specific date that she was certain that was going to be the day that Trump was going to be reinstated as president. Really? And it was like May something. Like that was this past week. Like the day before she tweeted and she was like, y'all get ready. We're getting our president back tomorrow. And like, huh? Like, what did that come from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> but what do you know? But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with trying to crack down on any sort of crime, really. But I also don't think there was any election fraud. He's playing like it. I, he's playing it so well. Like, yeah, of course, he's playing it. Because the, the That's this all quote right here, I don't games. think I don't think there's any other place in the country that you should feel more confident that your vote counts than the state of Florida. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, you know he's eyeing to be a... He is. Like, come on. But, I mean, I, I, I do I do understand and I do want people to feel, you know, that their vote is safe. That, you know, yeah. like whoever you vote for is who you vote for and it shouldn't be no fraud. Like, I, I, I get that. But I, I feel like there's just... Like if if the Trump thing didn't happen in 2020, I don't think so this, he would be. This line right this. here says Trump won the sunshine sunshine state by a comfortable margin that year. Mm-hmm. Talking about 2020, and Florida officials, including DeSantis, previously have said the 2020 election went smoothly. So this last presidential election, everything went fucking easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, you're like the first state in the country that's like, we're going to crack down on voter right. fraud. I'm like, that's how you know he's just... It's the, it's the agenda. He's just it's playing the agenda. it. It's the agenda. It's the Trump. Yep. It's the getting my getting my resume ready. Well, in my state, I did this, this, and this. So my people feel safe. So if I was the president, I would do this, this, and this. Yeah. We Apparently see in 2020 in Florida, 
the Florida Secretary of State's office received 262 election fraud complaints and only referred 75 of them to law enforcement or prosecutors out of 11 million votes that were cast in Florida. 75 were considered they might it might actually be legit fraud do we need to pull up like a percentage on that so we can see um let's do that okay so 75 out of what i say 11 million yep bing bong bing bong what is that it's small <laughs> That's what she it's said. It's very small. You know it's small when it puts a little E negative four at the end of the number. Ah, uh, so that's like what point zero 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 six percent? Oh shit. Hang on. Can I change this to here we go? Scientific calculator. Now we're gonna get scientific in this bitch. Let's get Oh my god. Still doing the E? Still got the E minus four at the end. So, hang on, I got an idea. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. So it is zero point zero 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 seven (laughs) percent. I'm rounding up, by the way. <laughs> that's that's the percentage of votes that that Word. could be cons- that could be seen as fraud in right. Florida in the 2020 election. Point zero 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 seven percent of the votes. Mm. I don't think they would have did anything if they would have like cut those votes out. No, he won Florida by like. A very comfortable margin. Even the states that were close, 0.000007% is not going to sway things one way or the other. Nope. I don't know. Let's see. It says the combined program will cost $3.7 million. Jesus. So, okay. We're talking about an entire state's government. But $3.7 million is not that much. They could use that for something else. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So could have so could have BLM. They could have used their money for better things too. Hey, we've talked about hey, that. Yeah, they were wrong for that <laughs> damn house. They were way wrong for that fucking house. I'm still just amazed at that shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, sees the new Florida law also increases penalties for violating Florida election laws. It makes it a felony to collect and submit more than two vote by vote by mail ballots. Ooh, on behalf of other voters. Wait. Mm-mm. What? It makes it a felony to collect and submit more than two vote-by-mail ballots on behalf of other voters. So you have to do it yourself. So, I guess for the people that are too fucking old or handicapped or whatever and can't figure it out, and like let's say you are filling out a ballot on behalf of that person. Like, they can tell you, I want to vote for this person, but they don't know how to fill out a mail-in ballot. So you fill it out for them. I guess you can only fill it out for two people. If you fill out for more than two people, then it's a felony. I'm assuming that's what this is referring to. 
You, do you think that's a bad move or doesn't really matter or it's a good move? That's, uh, I think it was fine the way it was. It says previously it was a misdemeanor to do so. I think I think it being a misdemeanor was fine. fine. Yeah. I don't think it should necessarily be a felony. But at the same time, I don't see it being that big of a deal. I mean, if you know more than two people that are handicapped and or can't fucking figure out a vote in a mail-in ballot and you're filling them out, fill it out for two of them, then get a friend to fill it out for the third person. I mean. Because you don't have to be family to fill out, you know. That part I don't know. Gotcha. I don't think you have to be. The new law also extends an existing ban on private donations to include the cost of any litigation related to election administration. Critics say that will cut off free legal assistance to election officials who could face additional scrutiny under the new law. So basically, they are throwing a bunch of money and a bunch of bullshit at a problem that is basically non-existent. I was just reading this. Uh, In March, a federal judge ruled that last year's measure put restrictions on voters that were in that were unconstitutional and discriminated against minority voters. Florida has appealed the decision, which also requires the state to get permission before it enacts future changes. But, you know. Oh. Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I you are talking into the mic, Tobias. Oops. You're already, we, we both already have low, quiet voices anyway, <laughs> so we need to stay in front of the mic. But, yeah. And, and like, they're changing the name of drop boxes to secure ballot intake stations and it's supposed to be more super like more supervised and secure you know? i will say this what's up this is nothing to do with election fraud or this weird unneeded police force or anything like that this, just, say? this is this is only about naming shit mm-hmm. hire a fucking millennial or a gen z to name your shit that's all I'm saying. You don't like that name? I don't like any names that these people Secu- come up Wait, with. What was the name again? And, and the reason I say this is so complete, completely unrelated. Stations. We know what Twitch is. Mm-hmm. Okay. YouTube has been taking on Twitch lately. Mm-hmm. They've been adding things to compete with Twitch, whatever. Twitch is acting like none of this shit exists. That's why Twitch is going to end up going down the pooper. Amazon's going to close down Twitch. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind. Because it's hemorrhaging money, and Amazon's not in this business to lose money. Right. But anyway, so are you familiar with raids in Twitch? You know what a raid is? No. So what a raid is, is let's say you're live, and you've got a 1,000 people watching you. Uh You're like, hey, let's go raid Austin, because he's live right now. And let's say I have 100 people watching me. Uh Mm-hmm. You can go in and click some buttons, and it will basically move you and all 1,000 people watching you over to my stream. Really? So now my my viewership goes up to 1,100. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what a raid is. Like, the streamer is, like, telling everybody that's watching, let's go raid this dude. And mm-hmm. let's go. Okay. So, YouTube has introduced something very similar. It's basically raids. Now, they're doing it a little bit differently because Twitch, is, Twitch had a problem with hate raids. Mm-hmm. Like a streamer being a dick and saying, let's go raid this person's stream and then fucking make fun of them and this, that, whatever. Um, YouTube called this feature live redirect. Dude. 
<laughs> you hate that name? I hate that name, man. <laughs> like, the reason Twitch was so successful, and the reason there are still a lot of people that want to use Twitch, and I know we're supposed to be talking about a Florida election police force right now, but I got off on a tangent. You're just <laughs> hang in there with me. Go ahead. The reason that Twitch became and still is really popular is because it's it feels like it was made for gamers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. Twitch is trash now. But the the air about it, the community, the way they name shit, everything, it just feels like it's made mm-hmm. for gaming. YouTube is like, it feels way too like corporate-y and business-y mm-hmm. and shit. And if they want to attract more people from Twitch to come over and start using YouTube for this live game streaming and everything, they got to they, they gotta start... Making it feel like that instead of calling a raid a fucking live redirect. So you think YouTube should make it like, like make a branch off YouTube, but keep it. You know how they have like, like they have YouTube TV. You think they need like YouTube gaming or something like that? Look at this shit. I'm gonna show you something. This is YouTube, right? It's right there. Gaming. They already have everything in place for it. They just when you go to gaming. It needs to feel like it was made for gamers. Okay, so you know the format saying? just like they even it. have their own logo for YouTube gaming. Like it's it's oh, a thing. Okay. It's okay. it's not like oh they need to make some shit for gamers. It's there. It's already there. It's just the it's branding just it's feels just too lame. Fucking yeah, the branding feels too YouTube. So like you go to YouTube gaming, you have your top live games, so you can click on this and like go watch somebody live right now, just like you would on Twitch. Mm-hmm. But the way they have it set up is just. I think the they have it more accessible. Um, I think it's a little easier to navigate on that on YouTube than well, on Twitch. It is, but it isn't. Okay. Because like you go to gaming, this YouTube gaming is set up like its own channel. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe to YouTube gaming. Gotcha. And then you you have the top live games. You can hit view all and look for games, and then it gives. Like the Overwatch League 2022 season, it's apparently it's opening weekend. So this is like a playlist of all those channels. Like all of these are just videos; they're not live. You have to click on one of these games to go live. And if you want to okay. search for a particular person that's live playing a game right now, you can't do it through YouTube Gaming. You have to just come up here to the YouTube search bar and try to find them. Okay, no, I don't like that. Yeah, no. I think like whenever I subscribe to something, I think whenever they are live or... Now, one thing... Okay. One thing they did that I really like. <laughs> I don't know y'all why did, we're even talking about this right now. Y'all just missed it. Like, we had a like a pointing session. He pointed to me now. Just... Yeah, we were just pointing at each other. So, <laughs> let me go to my home real quick. See if I can see any examples. I don't see any right now. But anyway, what, what, one thing that, that YouTube added... Was if someone is live right now, mm-hmm. like it was let's sh- say this guy right here. Uh-huh. I say guy, yeah, Micah Morris. Let's say I'm not subscribed to him. I don't know who the fuck he is, but this is just one of his videos, right? Let's say he's live right now. His little channel artwork mm-hmm. will have a little red circle around it and, and say, say the word "live" under it. Gotcha. So they added that, mm-hmm. so you can easily see if somebody like you're subscribed to is live. I think it does it over here too in your subscription speed. But anyway. Back to DeSantis and this uh, bill. So what do these motherfuckers <laughs> name these new 
mail-in ballot places? Oh, got you. Uh, they call yeah, it they used secu- to be called drop boxes, right? But they're secure ballot intake stations. Sounds like some um, Power Rangers type stuff. No, it doesn't sound like Power Rangers. Type intake stuff. station it sounds like sanitation, is what it sounds like. <laughs> sanitation. This is an intake station. <laughs> Deposit your specimens here. Oh man, <laughs> what the fuck, man? But you know, I, I just feel like you know what they need to do is all those little boxes. They need to paint faces on them. And like where the opening is, paint teeth and stuff. And call it like the ballot monster. No. And every time you drop one in, it goes, it goes, no, 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 no. That's horrible. That's how you get your kids involved in voting, though. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Kids voting? No, I'm saying like get them excited about it so that I whenever they turn 18, you. they're like, yeah, I can't wait to vote. You're nuts. That's more but. fun, though. Fucking tell me that ain't more fun. Than no. A, than an intake station. <laughs> I do feel like feel like I'm going to donate blood or sperm or something. I think the secure here, ballot part here is, is your here's your specimen container. Deposit your specimen <laughs> here and then go insert it into the You're you're horrible. I hate, I hate the way they name stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the secure ballot part. They could have just said intake station. I like that better. Even that. It would have been better than secure ballot intake station. Call it a ballot station. I like that too. Don't call it an intake station. <laughs> That's what they do, man. Like they call it like take it to the intake station. What am I going to intake when I get there? <laughs> What's going on in Florida? I hate you. But anyway, final thoughts. Uh, DeSantis is trying to run for president. That's all. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm I'm totally cool with trying to crack down on serious crimes and stuff, but when it's seven one hundred thousandths of a percent yep. problem, it's not worth three point seven million and its own fucking police force. Nope. But anyway, thanks for hanging with us through that. Oh, um, get into the comments and put. What should we have them comment now? Ballot stations. <laughs> No, no, get in that, get down, the, just type intake station. Intake station? Into the comments. <laughs> get into the comments, type intake station so that we know you are listening. Um, third story. The new, oops, let me say. The new White House press secretary. Yeah, hold on, I had her name. Dang it, it went away. Karen Jean-Pierre. Bitch. Or maybe it's Corrine Jean-Pierre. I can't remember. I really hope these websites I'm going to aren't playing sound and like it's recording. That'd be bad. Anyway. Um, yeah. Karen Jean-Pierre. Is it Karen or Corrine? I feel like it's Corrine. She looks like a Corrine. She don't like a Karen. Uh-uh, no, she's definitely not a Karen. No. Karen. Jean-Pierre. I like Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, Corrine Jean-Pierre to become the White House press secretary yep. after Jen Psaki. I think Jen Psaki got a job at some news station. Yeah. She's going to go do that. But anyway, this uh, Jean-Pierre will be the first black and out LGBTQ person to be White House press secretary. Now, does that mean she's the first black person to do it and she's the first LGBTQ person to do it or the first black and LGBTQ person to do it? 
I think go, both. Look up and see if there's ever been a black press secretary for the White House. Let's see. I'll make you do some work while we're here. Anyway, um, Corrine Jean-Pierre will become the new White House press secretary when Jen Psaki departs her role next week. President Joe Biden announced in a statement Thursday becoming the first black and out LGBTQ person to hold the position. <clears throat> she currently serves as the White House's principal deputy press secretary. So basically, Jen Psaki's right-hand woman, I would assume. Uh, First time black. She is the first black? Yep. Right. Or openly gay. So like, you know, she's the first she's black first and both. Yeah. <clears throat> Breaking down two barriers there. Kareen. That's pretty good. I mean, she's been doing uh, that job for a while because uh, I think Saki had uh, COVID-19 and she was down for a little bit. And so uh, Jean-Pierre kind of stepped in. She did? Mm-hmm. Stepped in for a little bit. Uh, I don't know if she was like as hands-on as... Oh, yeah. Know. Right here it says last May, so a year ago, Jean-Pierre became the second black woman in history to hold the daily press briefing. She has served on the White House senior communications team since Biden took office and before that was an advisor to his campaign mm-hmm. and chief of staff to now Vice President Kamala Harris. That's good. I think it's a good So, So she's not the first per- black person to actually hold the daily press briefing. No. But she is the first person to actually hold the position of, uh, of press secretary. Yep. Good on you, Kareem. I think uh, I think she'll do good. She ought to. Um. I think uh, this is a good look as far as uh, her being. It's my only concern. What's up? The look. The look, what do you mean? I hope, and this is the same hope I had whenever Biden nominated. Kamala Harris? No. Uh, Brown Jackson. Katanja Brown Jackson gotcha. for the Supreme Court. I was like, I hope she's just, I hope Katanja Brown Jackson is. Qualified. I gotcha. hope Biden is not doing this because he's wanting to pander to certain parts of his voter base and all that. Well, I think so. Again, same with this. Mm-hmm. I hope he is putting Kareen, and I'm not saying this Kareen girl is not qualified. I'm sure she's plenty qualified, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping he's do- he's doing this because he feels like she's the one. She's the one for this job. Not, ooh, I'm going to be the first president to. Hire a black and LGBTQ woman. Yeah, to be I press mean, secretary. You know what I'm th- saying? There could be an agenda, but the the reason I feel like it's not that is because she's played the role before. So mm-hmm. if she wasn't qualified, I think they would have seen beforehand. And I think uh, Saki would have kind of like let them know and say, "Hey, I know she was filling in for me, but she's not really cut out for it." I feel like she would at least said something. But but you know, Saki was kind of you know vouching for her and said mm-hmm. that you know she was doing a good job while I was out. You know. Um, I feel like it's uh it's a good look as far as being accepted because uh since she's openly uh out and kind of gives a different point of view. I hope know? she tells people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> ever since I saw the clip of Reagan doing some press deal and some reporter said something and he was like, You can shut up or get out of here. <laughs> I was like, Man, like I wish every, you feel every president and every press secretary, I want them to just be like, if somebody down in the crowd is like getting out of line, just mm-hmm. be like, why don't you shut the fuck up for a minute? <laughs> Let me get through this. And then when I decide it's your turn to ask a question, you can ask me a question. Yeah. She looks kind of tough. She's like, oh, I'm sure she is. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with her. She looks like she survived the movie Us. <laughs> she looks like you know, the mom in Us, she, doesn't she? She looks like 
Oh, that is the same woman. I was going to tell you Black Panther. Yeah, same same actress. Yeah, 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 same yeah, actress. Yeah. She does. I can't remember that actress's name, but yeah, she looks like that. I'm mad that I don't know that. I'm usually really good with actor and actresses' names, and I, um, I can't remember her name either, so don't feel too bad. Oh, I have to know them. I have to know. Uh, where the hell are you? Do I need to find it? No. Lupita? Nyong'o. Yep. Isn't that how you say her name? Nyong? I think it's Nyong. Lupita Nyong? Nyong'o. It's an O. It's an O. Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, there's an O out there? Yeah, there's no O at the end of it. Oh, okay, mine didn't have it. It was kind of cut off. We're so bad at staying on top of it. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait um, for the second one. Anyway, we're not going to go into that. Where is Saki going? Do you um, remember? I'm not. I'll, I, from what I read, it just said she was this. stepping down. This might get loud, everybody. Well, for, she had always only had plans to be there for like one year. Mm-hmm. She's already been there for more than a year. Let me see. Mm, I don't know. On April 1st, Politico reported Saki likely leaving White House soon for a new job at MSNBC. Gotcha. Okay. So I knew she was going to some news organization. But any last thoughts on this uh, one? I pray she does well. I think she will do good. I think she's a good fit for it. Uh, I think she I think knows so. what I think she knows what to expect because she's been here before. As as far as she's you know filling in for. Uh I think the pressure is gonna be a little more because she she doesn't have anything to fall back on. You know, she's the focal point. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think she'll do well. I think so too. Um I th- I'm I'm sure she's qualified and can do the job as well as anybody. I just uh-huh. my only concern is I don't. I don't want this appointment to be part of some agenda. Mm-hmm. I hope it was somebody saw how qualified she is, how well she could do the job, and they were like, "She deserves this job. Let's give it to her." But you know, it's Joe Biden, so there's. Always, oh, I know. That's why I was like, "There's uh, always some kind of hidden agenda." Yeah. Um. But you notice every major appointment, for the most part, has been a black woman for yep. him. Mm-hmm. His vice president. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court nominee, mm-hmm. press secretary. That's why I'm like, man, like, and the thing is, even if it's not part of some agenda, mm-hmm. even if putting Jean Pierre in this position is not part of some grander plan for him, because of his track record of putting black women in positions of power, mm-hmm. You know that's what the right is going to come after him for. Yep. So yeah, he's just doing this for the for the lulls and for the likes and. <laughs> um, I think. And to try to get his approval rating up and all that. Um, not to do- like dive in another discussion, but like, what is the track record of the people he already put in power? Like, how are they doing in their position? Well, I don't know for sure. It's just you know, Tanji Jackson really hasn't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm aware of. Because I mean that just happened, right? 
what like her going to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamala Harris. To be honest with you, I haven't heard great things. Okay. Um, I think here lately she's been kind of lurking in the shadows, staying out of the limelight, which mm-hmm. is probably a good thing, right? If what I've seen is true mm-hmm. that she's not doing well, then maybe she should kind of like step aside stay, for a little while, stay out of the way. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't want to. I don't want to. Right now, talk about how bad Kamala Harris has been doing because honestly, I don't know. I haven't really dug into Kamala Harris at all. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard great things, but at the same time, everything I've seen could be coming from the right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, she's a pet project. I feel like every vice president should have a pet project. Mm-hmm. Kind of like every first lady should have a pet project. <laughs> like with Barbara Bush, it was education. Mm-hmm. That was her big thing. With Michelle Obama, it was like exercising and eating healthy and stuff. That mm-hmm. was her big thing. And she did well with it. Um, I don't know what Trump's wife was doing. She had something. I'm not saying that she was like, oh, she's just sitting there fucking like, doing, going no, to fashion shows. No, no, it's the way you looked at me and I was like, I don't have an answer either. Like, she did something. I know she had like some like, I know I keep calling them pet projects, but she had something she was passionate about just like all the other first ladies that mm-hmm. she went after. I just can't think of what it was right now. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just hope that one, this isn't part of some hidden agenda for Biden and two, if it isn't, I hope that the media and his opponents don't come after him for it saying that it is. But that's it for our three main stories. That's it. Yay. <laughs> um now it is time for minor discomforts. Mmm. With the teddy bear. Um we only have three. Okay. Oh uh, what? We only have three. Okay. I've been busy these last two weeks, man. Hey, you're hey, you're gonna I be made busy. a website. You're gonna, you're gonna be busy. <laughs> I made in the another next website weeks. for my wife. Um yeah. We'll talk about that whenever we close the show down. Right. About, about the <laughs> sabbatical we're taking, basically. Nah, it's not a sabbatical, but we are going to take a break. Um, so, here are the three that we have. Let's go. Okay. For those of you not familiar with Minor Discomforts, this is where I name off just other headlines that maybe didn't make the cut for our top three, and then we talk about them. Yep. We don't, we don't go into research on them or anything like that. We just talk about the headlines. So, uh, number one... And I already, I already know which one you're going to fucking talk about. I already know. But anyway, first minor discomfort. Florida releases four examples from math textbooks it rejected from public schools. Number two, person sets themselves on fire in front of the Supreme Court. And number three, deeply disappointing racist video recorded by Grace Christian Academy students leads to disciplinary action. I think I've seen that video. I knew he was going to pick that one. <laughs> I think I've seen that video. I didn't see the video. The article that I that I looked at for that one didn't have the video up, which makes sense. I read what was in the video, and I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't put that up for people to watch. Um, but apparently, a kid at this Christian Academy, Grace Christian Academy, was recording on their phone, mm-hmm. and... One of the white students walked in. I don't know if it was in a classroom or if it was just involving students from this place. I don't know. But a white student walked in wearing the big pointy hood, 
dressed like the KKK. Dressed like and holding like a bottle of fucking hardwood floor cleaner or some shit in one hand. I don't know. It was weird. But came in, didn't say a word, sat down. And then I guess some other student in the room yelled something at him. Like, what are you doing? Or something like that. And this kid in the hood yells, who do we hate? And then yells the N-word. Um, yeah. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. Like, I hate him what? too. <laughs> and this is a middle school? I don't know if it's a middle school or a high school. All I know is Grace Christian Academy. Gonna look it up. We need to know this information. Grace. It's in Knoxville, Tennessee, by the way. A private school in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, it is a private K through twelve school. Basically, a high school. So I don't know if this kid was not a high school. Yeah, high school. It's a it's a K through twelve. It's kindergarten. All the way to high elementary, school. middle school, high school. It's all of it. So I don't know where this kid lands in that spectrum. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, I hate it. So these are my thoughts. So I can just get this out the way. Um, this is your thought. This is your Tobias thought. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I have a good one. Oh. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. So um, stay tuned. <laughs> I, the boldness on him and the, the fact that he didn't care, it was just something like he just went in and just did like, what? Well, anytime someone does something this like just fucking out there Mm -hmm. and like you said, the boldness on him and then some people look at him and said the balls on that kid, like this kid has no balls. Right. He has no boldness. All this kid has is just a bunch of hate in his heart. But my, That's what's driving him. When I say the boldness, he has, it's, he it's has like, hate filling his heart and literally nothing filling his head. But he's he can't be no more than what sixteen, seventeen, at most maybe eighteen, because it's a K through twelve. So I'm I'm thinking about well, could be there is could there be. is there is a one in nineteen chance that he's an adult. <laughs> a legal adult. There is a eighteen and nineteen chance that he's a fucking child. <laughs> uh, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like this is a behavior that's might be taught at home too. Um, I feel like it's yeah. not just fuck that kid and fuck his parents too, right? Because I. Austin, I could never see James walking to a he school. He better not. Like, I could never. Ooh, he better hope the black kids get to him before <laughs> I do. If my son pulls some shit like this, I, oh, we going old school. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a to switch. The I'm getting a switch. <laughs> I'm going to wear that kid out, son. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but, yeah. that That's ridiculous. I think... Uh, I think the kid needs to be just, and this is Christian school. I think that's like. I think he needs to be put in jail for a hate crime. Even though he didn't direct it at any particular person that we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like, put him in prison. Give him one or two nights in jail. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that show Scared Straight? Yes. Scared Straight, this little <laughs> motherfucker. Put him in a jail cell. Lock the jail cell so people can't get in, obviously. Right. And then let some black inmates walk by. Mm. Yeah. And yell at him and shit. 
But now, and, granted, he'll probably be even more racist. Exactly. I was just about to say that. That could probably make it worse. But I feel like, um, or hey, go for whatever you know. In every jail, every prison, mm-hmm. there's the one black inmate that either he was framed and he's always been a good guy, or he's been reformed since he went in there. You know, there's just one old black in, inmate mm-hmm. that will go talk to the kid. And like have an actual conversation, like a sit down, like a powwow, and just yeah, like because obviously the kid's not getting these Christian talks at the Christian Academy at a Christian school. <laughs> like I think he needs to be expelled, like never to oh, be yeah, banned from sure. this school, banned from this school for sure. Like he just needs to be homeschooled. Put that shit well, on his permanent record and see if see if any other fucking school will take him. Maybe not homeschool because he's obviously not. Sounds like some right homeschooling thing. may have been what did it in the first place. Yeah. All right. That's I keep what I saying have. I keep saying shit like that. His parents could be great people. Maybe it's the crowd he's running around with, not his parents, but still. Always blame the parents. When my son does some stupid shit, people are gonna blame me. I already know they are. I'm definitely as they should. Well, depending on what he's what he does, because I know you pretty well. So if he like ran down like the hallway without underwear, of course I'm blaming you. But if he like Yeah, I fuck you ain't gotta blame me. I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> But if he like is yelling and like going fanatic for no reason, that has nothing to do with you. It's just him. Because I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna raise my son. I'm gonna tell him say, look, don't ever say anything to a black person <laughs> that you wouldn't say to your uncle Tobias. <laughs> he loves me. I love James. I feel like he will be a respectable young man. <laughs> Unlike his dad. I guess I should talk about my... Yeah, he sucks. I guess I should talk about the minor discomfort that I pick. What's that? I'm going to pick Florida releases four examples from math textbooks it rejected from public schools. Now... Oh, you're a nerd. It's not just that, but as you know, and anybody that's been watching, or not watching, listening to our podcast for since the beginning, I was, before I got this job as a programmer... I was getting a math and physics degree, which I'm going to finish it. It's just with, with COVID and a baby and everything. It's kind of mm, focusing on work right now. I'm only like 30 hours away. <laughs> but I was going to use that degree in math and physics to be a high school math teacher. That was the that was the plan before mm-hmm. I became a programmer. Now teaching can go fuck itself. Damn. Yeah, like... I wasn't overly excited about it to begin with, <laughs> um, but I felt like I could do some good for those kids. Now I'm just like, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to be a programmer You'll be a good anyway. teacher, though. Oh, oh I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I say that is I got to the I did some student teaching. Like, mm-hmm. I got far enough along in the process to, like, I did some student teaching. So, like, I went and I actually did teach some high school math classes. Um. From what I could tell and from what other teachers told me, all the kids like me, whatever. But I saw some of the, now granted, they, Florida rejected 41 different textbooks Mm -hmm. and they only showed four examples from some of the math textbooks. So they may have cherry picked some examples, but I saw these four. Mm. No, I wouldn't have put them motherfuckers in the textbook (laughs) either. So like, hang on, I'll see if I can find them real quick. And while he's looking for that. No, they're right here. Oh, damn. That's quick. <laughs> well, that's a video. I don't want to play that because it'll... There we go. So, 
Here's a bar graph. You see this bar graph. Yes. Yeah, you see that bar graph. So the bar graph shows the difference among age groups on the implicit association test that measures levels of racial prejudice. Higher scores indicate stronger bias. Whatever happened to a train left Chicago? <laughs> it went to San Diego. Right. Going this speed. Right. In the distance. How long does it take you right. to get that? <laughs> like, and then, so. Because I'm, I'm looking is, like, what's, what, what are we doing? So this is a graph that the x-axis is age. Right. The y-axis is their score on the implicit association test. So the higher the score, the more racist they are. And so apparently people 65 and up are the most racist people on the planet. Why the fuck is this in a textbook for kids? Trust me, fucking Pearson or whoever the fuck made this, they'll find out about racism, okay? If they hadn't already figured it out, they'll figure it out when they when they join the workforce. Um, now, this graph over here is the same score. Mm-hmm. So the higher the, the bar, the more racist these people are. But the x-axis this time is not age. It's basically political affiliation. Oh, like the, so right uh, here you have very liberal, <clears throat> moderately liberal, slightly liberal. I want to know what the purple is. Neutral. Oh, uh, moderately conservative. What? These three over here are slightly conservative, moderately conservative, and very conservative. And you can clearly see they rated the highest on racism. I'm more intrigued about this graph than anything. <laughs> so, but that like this is in a math textbook, right? What the fuck is this that doing should be, in a math? That textbook? should be in what like uh, this shouldn't be in any textbook. Well, if you're talking about like politics and like, uh, because because this is you're talking about like social studies or something. Right, right, like right, 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 right. No, because let's say you you know you and all your classmates talk about you know y'all talked about politics in that class before. Mm-hmm. You got a pretty good idea of which way each of your classmates lean, and then you see this bar graph that tells <laughs> you that the right leaning classmates are the most racist. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> um, here's another one right here. Okay. Now, this one, I don't, I don't know if this was from math. Oh, yeah, it's got to be from math textbook. So, I'm going to read this bottom line real quick first, okay. and then I'll go back and read it. It says, in this section's exercise set, exercises 103 and 104, you will be working with models that measure bias. But this part up here, the part that's like highlighted and everything. So, there's a picture, just for our for our audio listeners. There's this picture of like, these four people having a business meeting or some right. shit. There's two black people on the left, two right. white people on the right. And just like, I mean, everybody, you remember your math textbooks. You'd see some picture. Mm-hmm. Underneath that, it would give like a, a quick like explanation. And then it would say, that would like segue into, okay, in these next exercises, we're going to be Talk looking about at this. Talking about that. So this is what it says right under the picture. What? Me? Racist? More than 2 million people have tested their racial prejudice using an online version of the implicit association test. Most groups' average scores fall between slight and moderate bias, but the differences among groups by age and by political identification are intriguing. That's a horrible picture for that. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to talk about racism. You got got white people and black people getting along, man. (laughs) So this is an SEL. You know what an SEL objective is? No. 
So I don't know what the fuck it stands for. Mm-hmm. But basically, there's this weird, I don't know why, this weird like push to make our kids literate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a push that like in the math textbook, it's not just can you do these math problems. It's also can you like verbalize and get basically an English lesson out of this math lesson as, lesson as well. Gotcha. So your SEL objective and your language objectives are in math textbooks now, which is stupid in and of itself. But anyway, language objectives. Students identify the next successive number to five when counting by stating the number. Makes sense. It does. Being a math textbook. To cultivate conversation and optimize output... ELs will participate in MLRA discussion sports. Don't know what that means, but it sounds like it's not too bad, right? Hopefully. I don't know what the fuck an EL is and everything. Conversation, math, okay, let's go. Students build proficient. This is the SEL objective. Students build proficiency, and some of it's cut off, basically to uh, as they practice social awareness and empathizing with classmates. Why the fuck is that in a math textbook? <laughs> Why is that a math objective? <laughs> To be socially aware and empathize with classmates. Bitch, show me how to divide this number by this number. <laughs> that show me how to I don't give understand a fuck equations. If, look, let me tell you something. My classmate, I don't give a fuck if his name is Jamal or Tanner. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about him. I'm here to learn math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, you got to understand how to identify equations and where to use them. But social awareness in math, 2 plus 2 equals social awareness. No, how about just no fucking social awareness in math? <laughs> Numbers don't give a fuck, okay? <laughs> and this is, um, oh, SEL, social and emotional learning. So your... Math textbooks, not just math, every class now, the textbook has to have some social and emotional learning in it. So you have this math lesson, and at the end, you use that math lesson, what you just learned, to develop more social and emotional learning skills. It's crazy. It's retarded. Hmm. It's absolutely stupid. This is what you wanted to do. This feature is, oh, (laughs) let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the guy I did student teaching with. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say where he was, but the math teacher that I did student teaching with, the guy that was actually his class, Uh he's two or three years older than me. I mean, he's pretty much my age. Uh He already told me. He was like, I'll shut that door. If I need to, I pull in a little blind down on the window (laughs) on the door. I said, now teach these kids what they need to know. He said, I don't care what's in the textbook. Now, we followed the lessons. Like, you know, we follow along when we need to and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I go through and I teach them what it, what they need to learn out of the book. He's like, but all this, all these extra objectives and shit at the bottom, he's like, I highlight them in my teacher book to say that I went over them and everything. He's like, but I don't do any of that. And, of course, I'm just like, you're going to get in trouble. Oh, my God. He was like, no, my principal knows I do that. My principal don't care. <laughs> That principal just wants to make sure these kids learn what they need to learn. Right. So that's exactly the kind of teacher that I would have been. I'd have been like, all right, kids, y'all ready to learn some social emotions? All right, y'all shut the fuck up. We're about to add some <laughs> shit. We're about to add some numbers. Um, and then this fourth example here, social and emotional learning. Building student agency. Um, it has a redacted word. 
unit introduces students to the blank feature of the something. I don't know. But it says this feature is designed to build student agency by focusing on students' social and emotional learning. This is Algebra 2, motherfucker. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's because, man, it's they're trying to cover all bases now or trying no. to I don't I don't I don't get it. But, you know, social emotional learning, political shit should be handled at the house. Yep. It in my opinion has no place in education. I have to I'm sorry. Talking about this got to be another Uh-oh. thought, but I'm going to save it for next week. You're going to save it for next week? You mm-hmm. put it on your notes or something? Yeah. This man's actually keeping notes now. Hey. But anyway, that's it for minor discomforts. Tobias went with the racist kid at a Christian Academy, and I went with bullshit and math textbooks. Um, Bing bong. Get into the comments. Uh-oh. And put the word bing bong. Bing, oh, I like it. Since bing he bong. just said bing bong. <laughs> Get into the comments, type the word bing bong, so I know that you made it to the end of the video. Yes, sir. Um, that's it for minor discomforts. Next is Tobias's thoughts. Mm. Those, those of you unfamiliar, this is where the white guy shuts up. Unless the black guy talk about whatever he wants to talk about. <laughs> um, although here recently, it's been the black guy asking the white guy a question for some reason. And there's another question. Here we go. <laughs> So Tobias's thoughts, where he asked me what my thoughts are. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so take it away, Tobias. All right. So um, I know we all have our favorite actors and favorite characters in movies and TV shows. So let's say next year we have this presidential election. What actor or character from any movie or show? Would you want to run for president? I'm not going to go with actor. I'm going with characters from shows. Okay. So I'm 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 assuming the question is what fictional character from a show would you want to be president? Yes. I'm gonna give mine. Okay. While you you know, so yeah, because I know my favorite character from movies and TV shows. I don't think it would go over well if he was president. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. What's your so mine is any version of Morgan Freeman. Whenever he was in the movie, I don't think he was a bad guy. He's played president before. He's been president in a movie before. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Yes. No. Um. One of those was, fallen was, movies. Yeah, but Olympus has fallen was the first one. They made three. It was Olympus has fallen. Angel has fallen, and then like London has fallen, or some shit. I don't know. I don't know but he's like the second or third one, but or maybe the second and the third one. But per- yes, he was preferably. Present. I would want him to be the Morgan Freeman from Bruce, Al- Bruce Almighty. You, Which- you want God as president? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you okay? I I just want to okay. You're you're very you're a God fearing man. You're a devout Christian. Anybody that's watched the show knows this. Yes. You realize your question was, what fictional character would you want to be president? And you said God. Morgan Freeman as God. <laughs> yes. Because the way... Like, like the the Christian man just said God was fictional. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm a debater. I will pick apart everything I you say. Hate, I hate you. I know you do. No, I'm, I'm talking about Morgan... What... The Morgan Freeman, is, Freeman's version of God. Yeah, but yeah. when he was more when he was God in uh, Bruce Almighty, you know he he helped him in little ways, but he still let him live his life. 
you know, in in a way. I liked him in uh, Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty better. I can't really remember because he was less involved, and it was just like he'd show up, drop a little nugget of wisdom, and then dick off. Wait, which Bruce Almighty came first? Evan Almighty came second. Bruce Almighty had Jim Carrey. Okay, it's Evan, Evan Almighty. Evan I'm, Almighty. I'm thinking about the Evan uh, Almighty was with the Noah's Ark. Ark. Yeah. yeah, Noah's Ark. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, we'll take Evan Almighty. Yeah. Because like I like the I like the the scene where he was like he was like it. if a if a woman asks to be closer to her family. I hate you. You always <laughs> steal my shit. Go ahead. No, you say it. No, I love that scene. No, that's like the best scene he's to like, me. He's like, Do you think that God sprinkles them with happy feelings or you think he gives them more opportunities to be close to each exactly. other? Exactly. It's like, yeah, I should spend more time at home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's my character. Okay. Um, um, just Morgan Freeman. So since you went way out there and went with one end of the spectrum, you said God. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this kind of ties back to what I said earlier about the press secretaries and stuff. I wish they'd be like, fuck you. I wish they'd yell at people. My favorite character from any movie or TV show is Dr. House. Oh, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I want as president. But he gets shit done. He is. He gets shit done. He's very analytical. Mm-hmm. He does not let his emotions Take run control. anything. Yeah. And he will make you feel like an idiot if given the <laughs> opportunity. Um, so, you know, he may put some people in line. We may get nuked. I don't know. <laughs> but that's who I would like to be president. I think that's a, I think Gregory, that's, Dr. Gregory House from Princeton Plainsboro Teaching Hospital. I think that's a great But his vice president has to be James Wilson. Oh, my God. If you're going to vice president? Because, well, because in... In the show House, Wilson was the one that like would try to keep him in line, and was his best friend, and would stick with him or whatever. And in the it, every single time, even though they would argue, that's like the one person that House would make an exception for on certain things, and like actually do stuff for that person. Otherwise, he was always just self-centered and selfish. But Wilson was the only person that he would do stuff for so yeah wilson's got to be the vice president to keep him in check be the voice of reason be the little angel on his shoulder and then house is the president i hate you for that now i have to think of the vice president because i want somebody so let's just take god out the picture let's just say morgan freeman and you think of like when you think of morgan freeman how would he rule i think he would like be a very soft-spoken um Man, so I want somebody that's more firm. Yeah, somebody but, somebody in a press press conference. President Freeman. Do you like will you condemn Putin for all of his stuff in Ukraine? Do you think he's a terrible man? He'd be like, Well, if the shoe fits, lace that bitch up and wear it. <laughs> Damn, I would be vice president. All right, so if Morgan Freeman is president. I got it. Denzel. No. <laughs> no. They kind of remind me of each other, but Denzel is a little more firm. But I want a nice, um, firm woman. Okay, so you're going, you want, you want a woman. Are we going to actress or fictional characters or what, either? I'm almost about to say um, Black Widow. Be? No. No, not as a vice president. Not she could be... 
one of the fucking assassins. What about Pepper? That's a maybe. That's a strong <laughs> maybe right there. Because she's got the the savvy. I mm-hmm. mean, she's CEO of Stark Industries. She she deals with press conferences and all that kind of stuff all the time. She's very tentative. She's very on point. She's very precise. Yeah. That's a pretty good pull right there. That's a good pull. You Pepper. Think, you think that's a good uh, duo? Yeah, I'm trying Morgan to think of somebody Freeman that's not like in a superhero movie, though, because you know that's where you and I, our brains will always exactly. go. Exactly. I'm still waiting on Morgan Freeman to be in a, in a Marvel movie. I don't think he ever will be, but be, oh I would like to see who he plays. The one above all. You got to. You got to. Oh, my God. So the one above all, for those of you that don't know, in Marvel Comics is like he's God. Right. He he was Stan Lee in the comics, wasn't he? I think so. Maybe. Because I think Stan Lee. And I'm sure it. in some versions it was Stan yeah. Lee or whatever. But anyway. Um, the one above all, like you have all these little minor gods and lesser gods and, you know, these cosmic entities mm-hmm. like eternity and death and all that kind of stuff. And, but then you have the one above all, he's the guy. Okay. So since Morgan Freeman has played God in two other movies, you got to cast him <laughs> as the one above all, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to. So. Because, cause, I mean, so, you know, we got that new Doctor Strange movie coming out. Mm-hmm. You got the multiverse. There's different versions of every character, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be different versions of Doctor Strange. Well, even when you go up to, like, lesser gods, like Thor and Odin and all that, they have other, there's other versions of them in other universes, too. And you go up even above them, you got, like, the Celestials and shit. Mm-hmm. There's other versions of cele- those Celestials in these other multiverses. The one above all, there's one. And he's above every multiverse, mm-hmm. like every single universe. There's only one. Dang, and it's man. Morgan Freeman, and you can't get that vision out of your head now. You're welcome. I can see him with a big old robe. Just... But yeah, Morgan Freeman and uh, Pepper Potts as vice president. And I'm going to go with, with, yeah, I'm going to go with Gregory House as president, James Wilson as vice president. I, I almost went Lisa Cuddy. Where is she from? She was in. She's in House. She's in the show House. She was the uh, dean of medicine. Mm. She was. She was House's boss. Mm. Um. But he House was more selfless when it came to James than he was with Lisa. So I feel like he would listen to James more. I was thinking on a tangent. So, but I'm not going to save that for later. Well, I'm not probably not going to talk about it at all. But yeah. Because when you're talking about doctor movies, I mean, doctor, a doctor show, I was thinking about um, Grey's Anatomy. You've probably never seen it. I've seen a couple. I would never choose anyone on that show Not to a be one. president, vice president, press secretary. I don't. I wouldn't choose any of them to vote. Like, <laughs> they go through so many emotional spells. Oh, my God. And it's... Every character on that show, man, woman, or child, they probably is on their period every day. <laughs> It's an emotional roller coaster like, every episode. Mm. But anyway. But yeah, that's all I have. That's that's it for Tobias's thoughts. Yep. Get your asses down to the comments. And say Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Let's go. Say Morgan Freeman so that we know you <laughs> made it to the end. Um that's it for the show. That's it. That's it. If you uh, if you guys want to get in contact with us, send us um an email, uncomfortablepod at gmail.com. Tweet at us using Hashtag UncomfortPod, or send us a message on Facebook. If you wanted to support the show, follow us on Facebook and Twitter 
join the Facebook group Uncomfortable Friends, where I'm sure Tobias is keeping up with it right. and posting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's some bullshit. <laughs> uh, and make sure to invite others so that we can all get uncomfortable together. Anything else from you before I close this down? Uh, be safe. Don't drink a drive. Every time I ask you if there's anything left, you just th- pull some random generic public service <laughs> announcement out of your ass. Hey, man, I want to be a very... Um, be like, Tobias, we've been talking about presidents and election police forces and a new black LGBTQ press secretary. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the kids? Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here's something. Always back up your uh, information on your computer. <laughs> I legit for a second thought you were going to say, here's one, um, always back into parking spaces. <laughs> that way you can pull out straight and pull out forward. Oh, man. Um, anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing with your friends. Make sure to follow us on your podcast platform of choice so that you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, it's okay to disagree. Always. We can disagree and still respect each other. We can disagree and still love each other. If we keep that in mind, boys and girls, we won't solve the world's problems, but we will shave some of the rough edges off. Until next time, bye-bye. All right, y'all. We out.